Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Everything Vive. We have a news episode for you guys today, Vive and VR. I am Zane here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how was your weekend, man? It was great. How was yours? It was good. Got to relax, catch up on a lot of things. And, uh, well, we are back at Monday with some pretty cool news for this week. Uh, let's start it off with the obvious big one that was announced at the end of last week, which was the HTC Vive is finally going wireless. And I think this came much sooner than we expected because it's going to be happening in Q1 of 2017. Uh, just so some quick details on that. It was created by TPCast, which is one of the original 33 companies on the Vive Accelerator program. The Vive division's Chinese president, Alvin Wang Graylin, says there's no noticeable difference between these. And uh, some of the info behind the tech is that he's saying, or they're reporting, that there is a 15 millisecond latency on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And VR, I think the VR industry consensus is that as long as it's under 20 milliseconds, uh, you know, you're good. And so, yeah, so, yeah what, what are your initial thoughts on this? Yeah, no, I'm I'm very very interested in in seeing how how it feels and how it works. Um, you know, 15 milliseconds is pretty low for most for most uh, for most things. With VR, I mean, it's just so sensitive that you never know. And I'd be curious to see, you know, if that's 15 seconds or 15 milliseconds of additional latency versus just like I was in reading some of the articles, I wasn't quite clear on that. So. If it's additional latency over, you know, I'd be curious to know what the latency is now versus what it would be, you know, using that. And then, and then obviously the main thing is just to try it out to see if it impacts you. Hopefully, hopefully it, it works as well as, as they're saying it does. And if that's the case, then man, as soon as I'm really able to, to find one somehow, I would be all over that. So, so here's the deal. Good news was that it's out. HTC is first to market with it, and uh, it's coming much sooner than I think we expected. With, uh, but here's the bad news. Pre-sale was on Friday, sold out within minutes, and right now it's only available on the Chinese Viveport store. And yeah. they say that you can order internationally, although I think there were some reports of people having trouble with when they yeah. were trying to ship it internationally. Yeah. Um, the cost is about... $220, which is, I think, expected. I mean, this is going to be that next level item, premium item that, you know, they're going to charge for. Sure. And, um, and there were some reports about the, the tech not being able to transmit unless it has a direct line of sight. And so mm. uh, this would mean that if you have it set up, I guess, towards the front of the room, you know, in a room scale type of experience, you're going to be all over the room facing left, right, and back rather than just the front. And so... Uh, I, I don't see any major reviews on this yet. I don't see any consumer reviews on it yet to say whether this is an issue, but it's more so just a concern that's been brought up by uh, several of the people, experts that have looked at it and looked at how mm. the tech works. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's the one That's the one thing. I mean, since it, it is sold out now and it's only available in the Chinese market, uh, it'll be interesting for people to kind of get their hands on it and get a chance to really decide whether it's something that, is is very good and worth bringing into more territories or not. So, Well, so Graylin did say that they will have another round of orders soon and that it would be easier to accommodate global orders. Okay. So, I, I mean, that's something that I think you and I will definitely be watching out for because, you know, I'm, I'm on the HCC and Valve email. I didn't see anything about this. Did you? No, no, I didn't. So, so the, I, it's, I mean, they're definitely not, I, my guess is since it's so Chinese uh, centric right now that 
they really weren't trying to bring they they probably figured it would get enough attention regardless so well yeah i mean the fact that it sold out within literally minutes it, you know shows that there's a demand for it so i hope they they step up the second uh, production line or whatever it is to to make sure that the rest of the world can get it cuz i yeah. mean just going based off of this podcast i mean we have that just the numbers that come in for for the data and the listeners i mean there's a lot of people here in the us that listen we have a lot of people in europe that listen as well so you know I, there's there'll definitely be a demand globally for this item and i think when yeah. you've already dropped 800 plus however much for a computer the 220 for the wireless and again this is this is a a premium item that we're talking about here, but sure. if that's going to remove, you know, the wires, the the wire situation and the wire problem, and be a mm-hmm. solution to that problem, uh, you know, I think a lot of people will dish out the extra cash to make sure that they can have that. Yeah, no, it's not cheap, but it brings you something that's pretty worthwhile to have. So, I just hope that you know them releasing it only in the Chinese market isn't some indicator that. They don't think it's quite ready for other territories yet, but I guess I guess we'll see as more people start talking about their their impressions of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's set to ship in in Q1, so it'll be a little while until I think we're going to see some honest consumer reviews. Um, you know, just from from your regular layman who comes on or through Reddit or something like that. So, but yeah. we'll definitely be following this, and and hopefully, uh, you know, anybody who gets it ahead of time or can give us some some type of insight into how it works, uh, we'll definitely make sure to uh, to report back to you guys. And just one last thing. This is a little bit different. Uh, I'm sorry, not a little bit. This is completely different than the Quark VR partnership that we mentioned a while ago. So I believe that there are still some other wireless parties out there uh, trying to come up with a wireless solution uh, and kind of address that, that issue of what I was saying earlier with the line of sight not being uh, an issue for these other types of uh, other types of tech. Sure. So, any other thoughts on that? No, no, no. Just excited about it and uh, curious to see where it goes. Yeah, this is this is a big one. I mean, if they can if they can really solve this problem already, uh, this is this is happening much sooner than I thought it would. Uh, I thought we were going to get those controllers, uh, the prototype controllers, before we had any type of wireless solution. But um, I mean, if they're going to be able to do the wireless solution and get the uh, the next gen controllers out next year, uh, this will really put them, uh, I think, pretty far ahead of the competition, at least for right now. Yeah, I mean, you could imagine a a version of of the Vive with wireless built in if they're able to do it well enough, as well as the new controllers, and that would kind of be a like. I mean, you know, for people like us, we're still able to upgrade, and for people that are getting a new kit to have all of that functionality, that would be pretty, pretty huge. Yeah. I mean, and it would just be about a year apart too, which again, I don't want to get into these cycles of where they come out with, with innovations every year and they make stuff obsolete, but I am also excited for the fact that, you know, what the tech is advancing at a much more rapid rate than, than you and I expected. And I think most people expected. So, um, you know, the fact that we'll have a consumer wireless headset very, very soon and a a top line um, premium headset, I think, is uh says a lot so all right well we have a couple of other news items today first one is the martian experience and so this was uh this was released by fox innovation lab uh, which is under 20th century fox so hollywood just stepped into the game big time and um they this is was executive produced by ridley scott and uh, was directed by robert stromberg and it's out for the htc vive and playstation vr today if you're listening to this which is monday 
Uh, so it allows users to step into The Martian, which is a movie that came out uh, earlier. And this is from the perspective of Mark Watney, the main character. And it, it kind of just gives you an experience through the movie. And I know it was first shown at the Consumer Electronics Show earlier this year, but the uh, one of the producers on it was saying that that was just a, a first cut. And so the the visuals behind it, the storyline and the narrative are much better now with this. And it is, uh, it, it costs about nineteen ninety nine, so about 20 bucks. And it's mm-hmm. the first time for the studio to release a VR experience. And um, I guess the good news is that President uh, Mike Dunn, president of the company, Mike Dunn, said it won't be a one-off. It's really cool to see Hollywood getting into the game with these cinematic VR experiences. So what do you think, Ronnie? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very interested in trying it out. I kind of wish that the price was lower. So $20 is a little steep, uh, depending on how much content there is there. I mean, if it's several hours, then great. If it's only an hour or so, then you know, I'm, I might kind of hold off a little bit to see if it, if it goes on sale especially with the holidays approaching. But uh, regardless, I think it's a, it's a really good sign. Um, as soon as I saw that it was a full VR experience done in 3D versus, you know, a 3D, I mean, a 360 uh, video of, of that sort, I was immediately, you know, interested in trying it out. And I do want to support it. So I'll kind of have to read some reviews and, and see, find out a little bit more about it, I think. And then, and then possibly go for it now. I'm I'm not really sure. What about you? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. The, the the price point is something that that leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, you know, twenty bucks is more than probably the movie costs that you could get it. You know, on Amazon yeah. or whatever. Uh, I mean, obviously, this is a very different experience. And if you're a big fan of the movie, then you know, there's there's no question you should definitely get it. Um, it's just right now with everyone or with with so many options out there. Uh, 1999 isn't going to be the cheapest price. It isn't like a nice entry price, but I will wait to see, uh, how the review, I'm sorry. I will wait to see how the reviews come in for it. Um, like you said, it's something that I do want to support and I want to show that there is interest in there. Um, it's just, you want to make sure that you're letting them know, Hey, you want, you want to know if, if it's going to be worth your, your dollars, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I think, I think $10 would have been like the perfect price for it. I think if it was $10, it wouldn't have been, you know, dirt cheap, but at the same time, I think I would have been compelled to probably get it. At twenty, it may, it makes me kind of hesitate. Well, and I mean, for some people, price price point won't be an issue, so I won't, let's not belabor that too much. But sure, you know, sure, sure, for, especially if it's really good. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, like, with the the people behind it, I mean, Ridley Scott, he's directed a bunch of movies that I'm a big fan of. So if 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 it's anything close to, I guess, his movie type of experiences, I definitely want to see what it is. So I can see myself yeah. getting this in the next couple of weeks. Uh, like you said, uh, I'm, I'm super excited about the holidays coming up, Black Friday and all that. So I will wait yeah. to see if there's any type of deal on it. Uh, I probably won't jump yeah. on it this week, but I'll wait until next week. Um, and I know I'm just saving up some uh, some cash in the, the piggy bank to, to <laughs> jump on a lot of games next week because I'm, I'm really hoping that um, Black Friday's Christmas comes early uh, when it comes to VR. Yeah, no, I, I I hope so too. And I mean, Steam's usually pretty good about that, so we'll see, we'll see, uh, see what comes out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and this is—I know we talked about gnomes and goblins earlier. So this isn't the first, I guess, major VR uh, or, or sorry, major, I guess, Hollywood step into VR. But 
Um, Nobs and Goblins was still something that was like animated or, or created. I think with the Martian experience, I mean, this is more of a live action movie that we're talking about here. I think the uh, the visuals and animations are going to be much more in depth. And it's, yeah, I, yeah, I guess the, I'm the just excited. Yeah, yeah, the sc- screenshots I saw looked really realistic. So, and it's, I heard it's made in Unreal Engine 4, which I'm sure, I'm sure it looks really, really good. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, like you said, it's going to depend on how many hours of gameplay it's going to, or I don't know if it's even a game, but how many hours of an experience it offers. And, uh, and you know, so that, that cost benefit ratio is going to come up there, but yes. Okay. So moving on, um, I think we got one last short point for you guys. This is the Google daydream, which came out, uh, just last week came out on November 10th. Uh, and Ronnie, I think you looked into this a little bit more. I don't know if you want to share. share yeah, your sure. On no, it. I- I just thought it would be worth mentioning, especially for people that are out there kind of interested in how that's developing. Um, yeah, it came out, and early impressions from what I've heard are, are fairly good. I mean, I think the, the unit has a, a nice build quality to it, but it's less, at, at least, at least um, I want to say that the article I had read was from UploadVR.com. Uh, basically, uh, the impressions were that it wasn't quite the, the Gear VR killer that they were kind of hoping it was going to be, but at the same time, they definitely saw the niche that it fills in terms of, in terms of the casual VR experience. It's a little bit easier for people to kind of pop on and off. And, uh, as far as like, you know, being integrated with, with, uh, Google software and all of that sort of thing, um, it it looks like it's going to be, you know, a, a pretty popular and pretty, pretty, pretty all right alternative to, to the, for the lower, you know, tier casual VR seekers out there. Yeah, I, I did hear or see somewhere that it is, people are saying it is the most cost-effective solution. So like you were saying earlier, like it's great for the casual VR experience. Somebody who's just looking to try out VR, see how it is, and um, I guess get maybe like an introductory experience or have something that's easily available to them. Yeah, now I'd be interested. I'm, I kind of want to do a little bit more reading into it to see um, if it has any sort of inside out tracking or anything like that capabilities. I know before the pixel was announced, uh, Google was talking up a lot of the, the project tango, uh, stuff where they were basically saying that they were going to have some form of inside out tracking. Um, but at least my, the early impressions that I've read don't really seem to mention that sort of stuff. And, and it doesn't sound like the controller that comes with it is really, uh, is really, uh, tracked very well, if if at all. So so maybe that stuff didn't come to pass. So, but but at any rate, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to read more about it, and I am curious to see kind of you know how it feels, what it looks like, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, and it, it really does feel like kind of the wild west right now when it comes to VR because there's all different avenues, all different types of experiences people can offer, and like the the mobile VR side. I think all we really had before was was the Samsung Gear VR, and so uh, you know that Google is not just going to give up after one try. <laughs> if 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 uh, was that called Google Plus was any indication, I mean VR is here to stay, and you know they they definitely feel like they have something to offer, and uh, so far it looks like they do. Yeah, no, agreed. So that's all we have for news this week. Some big, pretty big topics, um, mainly Vive, but. Uh, you know, there there are some other experiences. And I know with uh, with Oculus coming out next month, I'm sure we'll have plenty of news and stuff coming up for that. So uh, with that being said, Ronnie, you got anything else? 
No, that's it. What about you? Uh, that's all I got for today. Uh, we will have another interview for you guys on Wednesday, so make sure you guys tune in, uh, followed by another game talk. I, I had a chance to play some really cool stuff over the weekend, so uh, make sure you guys stay tuned, and we'll be chatting with you guys through the rest of the week. Uh, one more request, if you guys are listening and don't mind leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher, whatever you guys uh, are listening through, we'd really appreciate it. And with that, we will sign off. So take care and have a great day and rest of your week. We'll talk again soon.